Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Blue Jackets fans, happy Thursday. Well, I would say happy Thursday, but uh, after last night, I don't know how happy any of us really are. This is Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, and uh, thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Whether you are a first-time listener or a regular listener, Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. I appreciate you for stopping on by. So, we should probably talk about last night's game. Uh, there's not a ton to talk about, just a real piss-poor, like, effort from literally everyone but Elvis. Um, but we're going to talk about that. We're going to look ahead to tonight's game. We're playing the Rangers because the rules say that we have to, uh, so that's kind of, that's kind of the agenda for today. Uh, we'll start off with, uh, the Blue Jackets losing 6-0 to the Calgary Flames. Uh, this is like the fifth time we've been shut out this season. Uh, the Calgary Flames had 62 shots on goal. What are we doing? What are we even doing? We got outshot nearly 3-1. to one. The shots were 62-23. to 23. I don't... I don't get it. I don't understand. Uh, Elvis Mosley can somehow still made 56 saves uh, and had a like a 902 save percentage. And the rest of the team can't be bothered to get 10 shots a period. Uh, the shot breakdown, 16-9 to nine in the first period, 23-8 to eight in the second, and 23-6 to six in the third. Like, that's... That's embarrassing. Like, and I feel like I yelled about how the most embarrassing loss of the season was the Florida Panthers game a few games ago. But, nope, they, they sure did outdo themselves. Uh, this is not a playoff team, uh, and I know the the hot start kind of gave everybody some hope, but if they keep playing like this, then I guess I'm going to have to start my draft coverage a little bit earlier than than planned because this is not a team that's making the playoffs. If if, if they sneak into that second wild card spot somehow by the skin of their teeth and also Elvis Musleykin's soul, then they're just going to get blown out by, I don't know, Florida, probably. Um, this, this is, it's just, it's not a playoff team. I don't know what to, I don't know what to say about it. Uh, the Flames goal scorers, uh, Kyle Backlund in the first period, uh, Andrew Mangiapani and Matthew Kachuk in the second period, Elias Lindholm, Erica Branson, and Matthew Kachuk again in the third. Uh, I guess the the smallest of saving graces were that they were, the, they were all uh, even strength, so no power play goals for the Flames, which again I guess is a small a small victory. Um, but apart from that, there's not. I don't know. What, what what are we doing here? Like that's. I don't get it. Um, 
keep looking for some kind of analysis, but you know, they just they just looked bad. They looked lost. Like they've had bad games before, but this was a real. This was really bad. Uh, I've mentioned the shots on goal. I've mentioned the special teams. Uh, admittedly, they only had one power play opportunity. They didn't score in it, so you know, unsurprised by that, but not as bad as it could have been. Uh, they got out face offed. Out faced off. I don't know. Uh, they had thirty-seven point three percent of the face off wins. Again, it's it's that's that's not that's not acceptable. Uh, Carl Sillinger was the only over fifty percent face off man uh, at fifty four point five. Jack Russellvik was at twenty three point one, which is just brutal. Uh, everything else, again, just, just bad. Uh, Boone Jenner was a minus four on the night. Zach Gorinsky was a minus four on the night. Gus Nyquist was a minus four on the night. Like, what? I don't know. Like, I don't have, I don't have analysis on this game. I don't have, uh, hey, here's what we did wrong, and here's how we can do better, because, like, that was just... We might as well have not showed up. That's that's how bad that game was. Uh, they the first period was was fine. Like it wasn't great, but it was not a. Uh, it just got worse and worse as the game as the game went on. Nine shots to eight shots to six shots. Like they, we had eleven giveaways to their four. Like, I don't... I don't get it. I don't like it. I don't understand it. Um, however, you know, I think credit credit is to Elvis Mosleykins, who stayed in the entire game, as as previously mentioned. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about his game uh, in, in a second. First, I have to tell you about Bet Online because they've got you covered all season with more props odds and lines than ever before as football season continues their march to the playoffs the nhl season continues their march to the playoffs but online remains your number one spot for all of the sports action this season head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today receive a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit just use promo code locked on or one word to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Once again, that is promo code locked on or one word L O C K E D O N at betonline.ag. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome back to Lockdown Blue Jackets. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Lockdown Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. So I know at the start of the season there was a lot of talk about Elvis Merzlikens and how like what a good season he's going to have. He talked a lot about wanting to win the Vesna for Matisse, and honestly, it's just so disheartening to have him come out and again play so well in a game like this where he's facing over 60 shots and he's still got an, an above 900 percent percentage like i don't 
I don't know, if I was him, I would be mad as hell about that game. You know, we've, we've joked about it uh, all season, about, you know, the, the Blue Jackets goalies are going to hunt and kill the rest of the players because they just don't show up. But that was, again, the most egregious, uh, uh, like, the most egregious example this season of the goalie playing well and the players just can't get it together. Um, and sometimes it's been the other way around. Sometimes the players have been really good and the goalies have, uh, haven't been able to make key saves when, when they've been needed to, but man, what do, what do you do after a game like that as the goalie? Like, a 9.02 save percentage, 56 saves, and your team can't give you one goal. Uh, I think not, that's not to take away from from Jacob Markstrom, who, you know, was, was good when needed. I mean, he only made a third of the saves that Elvis Mosekins did, but that's that's beside the point. You know, 23 save shutout for Markstrom, who I believe leads the league in shutouts. Uh, the Flames goaltending has been very good this season. Uh, he does indeed. He has six shutouts on the season. Uh, just... Some real bonkers, bonkers stats uh, should definitely be in the conversation for the Vesna. So, you know, all credit to Jacob Markstrom uh, for the game and all credit to Jess Belmosto, who we talked to yesterday. Uh, and, you know, she said, look for that second line to have have big games. And uh, they had uh, Backland and Manjipani had a goal each and Blake Coleman had an assist. So the three that she said, hey, keep an eye on those guys. They uh, they did the work, so uh, meanwhile I'm out here being like, yeah, watch out for Elvis Muslikens, uh, which, again, he was very good, but he was literally the only person on the team that showed up, and it makes me want to throw things a little bit, um, and it does not make me feel good about the upcoming game, because we have to play the Rangers, who uh, typically have our number, uh, the season series, I believe, is 2 nothing Rangers at the minute, which feels right. Uh, they are near the top of the Metro Division. They are, I believe, second in the Metro Division. They are first in the Metro Division at the minute. They've got 60 points on the season. Uh, they are 28, 11, and 4. They have played three more games than, uh, than the Blue Jackets, but... I don't know, I'm, if we go in and play like we played last night, it's going to be just atrocious. Um, we'll, uh, we'll talk about that in, uh, in a minute. That is what is coming up next on Lockdown Blue Jackets. So looking at, looking at the, the matchup, I, I'm just not feeling good about this game. I assume it's going to be uh, Corpus Allo, us. And uh, probably Shosturkin for the Rangers, uh, who didn't play last night and do not play tomorrow, I believe. Uh, they do play tomorrow, excuse me, against the Minnesota Wilds. We might see Georgiev, actually. Uh, that, would be, that would be nice if we didn't have to see uh, Shosturkin. Um, Georgiev has also been, been very good this season, uh, but Shosturkin is rocking a 9.37 save percentage in 26 games so far, which... Just fantastic work from the clone of Henrik Lundqvist, I guess. Um, Georgiev has a 902 
so far this season. Uh, he's seven six and two, so he hasn't had the wins. But again, wins are not a goalie stat. So uh, and also the Blue Jackets can't score to save their lives. So we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, Corpsalo has been fine in his last couple of starts, but again hasn't had the defensive support that Mosleykins has. So we'll see how that goes. I imagine poorly. Um, Players to watch, Chris Kreider is leading the league in goals right now, uh, or he was last time I checked. He's got seven goals in his last five games. Uh, old Blue Jackets uh, faithful Artemi Panarin has eight assists in his last five games. Uh, Adam Fox, who won the, the Norris last season, has nine points in his last five games. Uh, you know, just... And then you look at the the Blue Jackets leaders in the last kind of... The Boone Jenner is our leading goal scorer this season with, I think, 15 goals, 15 or 16 goals, uh, which I believe Chris Kreider has fully doubled. Uh, Chris Kreider has 30 goals already this season, so I'm fully expecting him to... to do what he usually does against us, which is score a bunch of goals. Uh, I'm fully expecting Artemi Panarin to have a good night. Uh, in terms of team stats, they're ninth in the league on the power play versus our 29th. They are 5th on the penalty kill versus our 16th. Uh, they are pretty poor in face-offs. Uh, they are 25th in the league to our 18th. We've dropped below 50% on face-offs, but I, I think we'll probably be able to get that back up. Uh... They are third in the league in goals against per game. We are 30th. Just just brutal. They are um, 15th in the league for goals for. We are 17th. We've dropped. That was a big drop. I'm sure we were like 9th the last time. I really, really paid attention to, to where we were here. But again, if you're not, if you're not scoring goals, then that, you're not going to win games. And that's kind of how... How it is. Uh, I predict a bloodbath. Honestly, uh, I would not be surprised if the score is something like 4-1 Rangers. Um, they shut us out near the beginning of the season for nothing. And we have played them once since then, uh, I believe. Uh, yes, and we lost 5-3. So this will be our third matchup against the Rangers. Uh, maybe we can pull out a win, but... I'm not holding my hopes up. Uh, Blue Jackets currently riding a three-game uh, losing streak. They have three wins in the month of January total. Out of out of eleven games, just it's just brutal. Like this is this feels like this feels like the turning point for the Blue Jackets season. Honestly, it feels like this is just what it's going to be like from now until the end of the season. And I've kind of talked a lot on the show about reasons that might be, um, you know, looking at uh, COVID, for example, or injuries, or uh, it's a young team, it's a first-time head coach, it's, you know, they're going to make mistakes, uh, fatigue, this is a team that has not played a ton of hockey collectively over the past kind of couple of seasons because of COVID, or because it's their first year pro, or whatever, but like, at the end of the day, you need to be able to work past all of these things if you're going to be successful. Um, and I know I talked a lot yesterday with Jess about being able to kind of look ahead 
to the future and look at what this team is going to look like in a couple of seasons and how that's really exciting. But right now, it it is just tough to watch. Um, I'm going to keep doing it because, for better or worse, this is my team uh, and I do love them even when they are disappointing me. But it is it feels like it's going to be a rough a rough couple of months until the until the season finishes. Um, so so there is there is that. Uh, I wish I had some a, a more fun way to to finish this episode, uh, but I simply do not. Uh, I am very tired. Last night's game was brutal. Tonight's game is probably going to be brutal. Uh, they might surprise us and turn it around, um, but it seems unlikely. Um, the The last goalie to win a game against the Rangers for the Blue Jackets, I believe, is Matisse Kivlanics. So, there's that. Um, it would be nice if they could respect that and maybe win a game against a Metropolitan Division for for once in their entire lives, but I'm not, again, not holding out hope. Um, and honestly, like, this is a, a more realistic way to, to watch games, I think. Um, you know, if you're like, well, if I expect them to lose, then they're not going to disappoint me. You know, if you go in expecting them to win, and then you wake up to this 6 nothing nightmare, then... That sucks way more than me being like, hey, they're probably going to lose two-thirds of the remaining games on the schedule, so at least I'm prepared for it. Um, you know, it, it was a tough it was a tough group of games, this kind of latter half of, uh, of January. Um, February is looking a little better. Uh, we're playing Buffalo, Montreal, Chicago, Buffalo again. So, uh, you know, there are at least some winnable games in there mixed among the, you know, I assume the annual embarrassment against Toronto. Uh, we're playing Calgary again. We've got to play Washington, Carolina, Florida, Pittsburgh. It uh, could be a, a rough February, but we're over halfway through the season now, or just about halfway through the season. We're at 40 games, so... Uh, Hopefully, we win a game at some point in the next two weeks, but I'm not super hopeful. Uh, we are playing Montreal this weekend, so that might be that might be nice, but it also might be an excuse uh, a way for Montreal to finally win ten wins on the to reach ten wins in the season. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and that's kind of got that's kind of that's kind of all all I've got for you today. Uh, tomorrow we're going to break down tonight's game against the Rangers. I'm sure that'll be fun. And uh, I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockdownbluejackets at gmail.com. Thank you once again for making this your first listen of the day. If you want to make your second listen of the day locked on bets, then you would be wise to do so. Uh, Lee Sterling and your boy Q doing a really great job over there. You can find locked on bets wherever you get locked on blue jackets. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.